Hello and welcome to another Losers episode of Cineblokes. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Caelan Burrows. And we have just come from the cinema and we have seen It Chapter 2. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that's right. It, I'm going to be honest, mate. It was quite long. I feel like I've been in the cinema for a very long time. It was, you know, with, with trailers and everything. Yeah. It was over three hours. Yeah. You know, so... Get yeah. ready for it. Yeah, um, use the loo before you get there. Mm-hmm. You know, fill up before you know. Be 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 prepared. It's it's a it's a ride. You're yeah. gonna be there for a while. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, you have a bladder of steel. Yeah. Right. I I don't. He didn't make it. I, I didn't. I tried. I said I'm gonna have a bladder of steel, and then 20 minutes in, I had to use I it. I did make it, but I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> so <laughs> the last bit, you're like, all right, was, let's wrap this yeah, up. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Um, but hey, look, no spoilers up top. That's right. We will let you know when we're going to do spot. It'll be very obvious, I promise. Yeah. yeah. So right. yeah. Uh, who? So this was directed by the same person. That same guy, Andy Muschietti. Yeah. 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 Also written by the same people. So okay. it was written by Gary Doberman uh, and Stephen King himself. Oh well, yeah. yeah. I also had a little cameo. Yeah, had a nice little cameo in there. Did. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, look, if you enjoyed the first film, I mean this. It, it very much feels the same in a sense because visually it's all the same people, right. you know, there's the same storytelling elements to it. Yeah. Um, though I don't feel like this was as suspenseful or tense yes. as the first one was. I, I agree. And well, I think, so my biggest fear going into this film was that the first it was a surprise, right? Mm-hmm. 2017, when it came out, I don't think anybody really expected it to be as good as it was. Mm-hmm. Now, I know we were surprised when we saw it. Okay. We, horror's not really our genre. So for us, when we saw it, we were like, oh, this was this was lovely. We very much enjoyed this. And I think a lot of that had to do with them choosing to go with tension over jump scares. Um, that was like the big driving thing that really made this movie great. And then, obviously, the kids. The kids were fantastic. They were very fun to watch. They were funny. They had great chemistry. They were all great actors, all of them. They were very, very good. So, obviously, the fear is, all right, well, how are you going to make a movie with none of those people and give them the same, you know, dynamic? Um, And then also, you know, I wanted to kind of make sure they were going to double down on the right things because that's always something you miss in sequels. And, Look, they got some of it right and they got some of it wrong, and I think the tension thing is definitely one of those things that they got wrong, yeah. big time. I mean, there, there were, look, there were moments in this film that were very uncomfortable to watch. In fact, I don't know how you feel, and I'm not gonna, I'm not really gonna go into details about it, but the opening of this film, yeah, was it... was very uncomfortable. I was like, should I be watching what I'm watching right now? Yeah, and my my complaint about that is, it doesn't really do anything. There's no real payoff for it. It doesn't really... Th- I don't know. I, I agree I mean, with it you, just, It reintroduces us to the fact that, you know, it is back. Yes. But, however... That could have been done differently. The, it I could feel. have been done differently, and they do another scene. They they do another... Obviously, it is in the film, so that's, that's not a spoiler, right? I could say that. I mean, it's in the trailers, so okay, all right. if you were shocked by what we just said... What? Pennywise is alive? Yeah. How dare you blokes ruin this film for me? <laughs> um, but no, so I, I felt like there were a number of other moments that happened in the film 
later or earlier, whenever they decided to place it, there were another of other, other moments where you could have just taken that out from where it is, place it at the beginning, and that could have been your opening. Easily. Yeah. Easily. And this opening scene is, I agree with you. I was very much like, oh, I hope this comes back around, because if not, this is a weird way to start a film. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it more spoilers, but it, it is. You're, you're absolutely correct. Where, where you feel... Yeah, I don't think I should be watching this. Yeah, yeah. There, was, there was a couple of other moments like that in the film. Where they were they were a bit uncomfortable. And look, I'm not saying that's bad. Sometimes that creates the right atmosphere. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like the direction was handled well most of the way through. Um, I do feel like some of, again, the suspense was not, not all there. Yeah. Um, the scares weren't there really for me at all. No, not for um, me either. I felt like a lot of the... the Best moments were things that you saw in in the trailer mm-hmm. already. Yeah. Um, can't really say much more than that. Yeah, um, but but you're absolutely right, and I think that's something that that was sorely lacking. Um, from and it's it's odd that you would get that from the person from the same people that made the film, like we've already discussed. The writer and the directors, or the director and the writers, are the same going into this. So you would think that they would know the strengths of what they did in the beginning and that you know but yeah. who knows who knows I mean, look, where well, it all kind of spent a couple of years and a lot's probably on their shoulders yeah because the first one's so true. good so everyone's going to go at this one yeah and to be fair to be fair to them the ending of this book and the source material is absolutely wonky so yeah. to to expect it to you know do this stick the landing kind of thing like I don't know if you've actually read the film or you've seen the previous uh, iteration of it, but it gets weird. It's the even in the book, the strength is always at the top, and then you know once you start getting into some of the discoveries and the lore and all of that, it even on your best day, it's a bit bizarre. I mean, look, you get, you, with, with Stephen King, I feel like he's got like a handful of things that he does, and and they're all the same. Something yeah. that starts off very like horror like oh, i don't know what it is and then it turns out to be the same thing every time yeah it, it really does <laughs> and that's no different here but i do feel like the filmmakers did a good job of adapting it in a way that was less ridiculous i guess i, I think so visually I, I think so i think they did a good job visually in making it less wonky um and and making it a bit more contextual you yeah. know what i mean because especially in in the made for tv version uh, i remember even watching it as a lad and just being like what? Yep. <laughs> what? What is this? <laughs> it was very, yeah. and not in a good way. Very much no. like, well, this is dumb. <laughs> That's how it made me feel. Uh, and this one, honestly, it, it, I knew that going in. I knew that yeah. they were going to have to do something kind of silly. Um, and I think yeah. they do a good job in kind of trying to take some of that silly out of For it. For the most part. Yeah. There's one, right. there's one moment that is extremely silly, and we'll <laughs> talk about that later. Um, yeah, so, I mean... The cast? Yeah. So, honestly, everybody does a really good job. They do. The, I think do. that was, again, like I said, that was one of my biggest fears, that the adults weren't going to be able to match the chemistry and really kind of, you know, capture what it was the kids had. Um, but the Losers Club is great. Everybody, that they, there's a couple of no-names, um, but, that, yeah, you, you know... Got- You've got, uh, so one of the no-names is from, just, you know, we're not going to talk about them at length, yeah. but one of them is from, what did you say, Insidious? Uh, no, Sinister. Sinister. He's been yeah. from the Sinister films. He's done some TV stuff, right? right. Does fine. You've got Budget Josh Bolin in That's this. That's right. Yep. Um, who 
does fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you've got really the the main focus. I mean, uh, what's what's the main kid, Mike? Uh, yeah. So yeah, Mike. So uh, Bill Hader. He's also, but Mike's a nobody as well, in the sense of I didn't know that actor. Wait, no. Anywhere. Mike is Bill Hader. No. Yes. Mike stayed in Derry. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Right, the black guy. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how I got that confused. There's only one of them. Um, <laughs> so Isaiah Mustafa, Mustafa is his name. Sure, if you yes, say so. I do. Uh, yeah, Mufasa uh, plays uh, the black guy. Well, never seen, film. never seen him before. Oh no, I've no. never seen him before either. But he yeah. does fine. Yeah. But your your big heavy three. Right, your heavy hitters, your top three. You've got what? Jessica Chastain. Yes. Playing mm. Beverly. Great. I, right. Could you? Look, I don't know if you could have picked a better person to play that I, role. I don't know that you could have. Uh, she is is easily one of my favorite actresses. Uh, I love most things that she does. Uh, even in films where I'm like, I don't like this film, but I like her. Uh, I just think she's very good. Mm -hmm. um, so she does a fantastic job. Um, followed up by James McAvoy. Who, again... <sighs> Hey, look, he's phenomenal in everything that he does, he is. and and he really this is, is. This is no exception. He he really encompasses, especially when they go back to Dare and he yes. starts taking on the same traits and the st stammer that he had yeah. when he was a boy. He does it very well. I'm going to be honest. I don't think James McAvoy gets enough credit. Uh, he he takes on some very very difficult roles, and honestly, he nails them all the time. And this is. No exception. Yep. Him him and Jessica, they are firing on all cylinders here. Um, and then, honestly, the standout for me of the film uh, is Bill Hader. I, I knew that going in, and so the expectation was high. And then the minute he opened his mouth, I was like, Bra bravo, sir. Bravo. Who, who knew he could act? I'd known for, for a while. I know that. I've only seen him on like, SNL. Yeah, no. No. But fun fact, that was the worst time he's ever had. He loves not being on SNL anymore. Good. Yeah, he's Good. and he's you know he's a lot better, of the, he's better than that. He is. No, he's fantastic. I've heard a show. Barry is fantastic. Is is great, but he is so good in this movie i mean he's funny but there's also he brings a lot of emotional weight to yes. it as well yes he does so yes, he does. yeah that's yeah. great and that that one i always felt like god whoever you get to follow up finn wolfgard who played the original kid uh who's you know obviously one of the standouts of the original of the it of the first one yeah uh i thought man you've really got to nail it because this kid is killing it uh and bill Hader just whew, Yep. Give give that man a nod. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and of course, there are all the kids from the first film back as well. Right. Uh, I feel like some shots were unused footage or, and even used footage from the first film. Yes. And then there was new scenes that were filmed. And the, for the most part, they're fine. Yes. But there's a couple of those kids who definitely don't look like they did from two years yeah. ago. And so they've been digitally de-aged. Yeah. And it looks weird. It, it would almost be, it would almost be better if they just let it go. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I don't see, think we need to de-age it too uh, much. And unfortunately, the problem with that is that a lot of the scenes that they were using were supposed to be before the end of the first film, and it's like, yeah. so you can't even say like, oh, time has passed. Yeah, right, because it all takes place in that same summer, it's, and yeah, it's what would have made more sense is if if they knew right that yeah. They were going to make a sequel. Just film it Just all together. Film it all together. And yeah. and look, maybe you didn't. Maybe the, well, the studio was like, "Hey, look, we we want to wait and see." But the moment that that film made bank, yep, 
And it's as soon like, as you got greenlit, that's it. Bring those kids back in. Don't even have a script. Just get those kids together and <laughs> film stuff. Yeah. No, absolutely. And then then you could just pull from the cutting room floor yeah. and you've got all these different things that you can mix in. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, yeah you know, uh, of course, you know, Pennywise played by uh, old, old Bill. Old, right? old Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, you know who would yeah. have made a great Pennywise? Better than Bill, I feel. Better than Bill? Yeah. When I say it, you're going to be like, I'm, I'm, you're right. I think I know what you're going to say. Oh, really? I'm just so predictable. What What, yeah. what were you going to say? You're going to, well, you're going to say Nick Cage. Actually, no. I wasn't going to say that, but now that you say it, <laughs> that's actually better than what I was going to say. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's brilliant, Benjamin. Thanks. Yeah, but, just picture it. Cage face, but in clown makeup. Honestly. Can you picture anything more horrifying? Honestly, horrifying. That would take... I would scale this up a bit in in absolute horror. Yeah. Um. But okay. Well, Matt, who are you really going to say? Well, no. If you're silly now. <laughs> All right. Fine. Guess I won't know. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. No. I, look, he does fine. Yeah. Uh, he's. You know. He, he knows what he is as a it's, clown. Yeah. I, guess. I mean, it's... there's a, he. He does a lot with with the when it's fully him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he he really sells it, and he does have a creepy menace to him, but. There's just a lot of uh, digital stuff that's done to him in this that yeah. I feel like kind of takes away from his performance a bit. Yeah, there's, I feel like they kind of went really heavy on that digital stuff. And I, yeah. and I remember feeling, aside from just the, the tension that they created in the first one, I remember feeling like they mixed very well with a lot of practical effects. Um, and those practical effects sold very much. I, I distinctly remember when they get locked in the room and it's just all those clowns just being surrounded by all those different clown statues and things like that. And that's a practical effect that, yeah. that's not fake. And it feels, you feel claustrophobic and you feel tense and scared and suspenseful. And honestly, this film doesn't have much of that. It really doesn't. Yeah, and that's, you know, transitioning into the scares and things like that and visual effects. It's the actors do a, a tremendous job of selling that what yes. they're seeing is scary. Yes, they do. Yes. However, <laughs> those scares don't necessarily translate to the audience. They do not. That's how I felt. I was oh, yeah. legitimately not scared, yeah. um, of, I want to say, at any point. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. There were probably moments when the audience laughed uh, when they shouldn't have. There were. Um, yeah, and look, part of that might be because it was a scene they already saw. But, you know, in the trailer, there's they did that extended trailer with the old lady. Yeah, right. That whole scene, the audience was laughing. Yeah. And... I don't feel like you were supposed to be. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think you were either. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So it, yeah, there, there's a bit of there's a bit of cheapening. It, it, it feels a bit cheap because they kind of go for the digital effect jump scare over yeah. the tense, uh, and, it, and it just doesn't pay off most of the you time know, for me. In the first film, we said that most of the tension was good except for the occasional jump scare. Right. This was all jump scares. Yes, all of it. Yeah. So yeah. many. Yeah. Way too many. Honestly, most of those... I felt like those attempts happened more in this film than both of them combined. It, it, it got to a point where I was like, all right, I'll get it. It's it's creating fear. I'm not scared, but let's let's row this along a bit. Because they, yeah. they do. They do a lot of those scenes. And it, it had almost got... I don't want to say boring. I feel like that's maybe a bit too harsh, but... 
whatever you want to call it that's directly under boring. Yeah. <laughs> and look, I mean, and I feel like some of that is not on the filmmakers. I feel like some of that's on Stephen King. Himself. I agree. I agree. You know, yeah. there's a lot of, you know, sort of Lovecraftian type creatures in this film. Yeah. And I feel like that was all him. Like, yeah, no, put it in. Yeah. yeah. Just like that. Yeah, no, that, no, that's perfect. I love yeah. it. I love that computer generated thing you did right yeah. there. That's, that's what I imagined when I, when I wrote the book. What if it's an insect with a baby's head on it? <laughs> what? It does, it does feel like they just kind of gave him free reign, right? Yeah. And he was like, no, 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 this, this what I meant when I wrote, when yeah. I wrote it. <laughs> what if it was a head with spider legs? What you, you mean like, like the thing? No, not like the thing. This will be, it's a little boy's head. Oh, so completely different. Yeah, oh, yeah, not even in the same wheelhouse. I love it. And honestly, that scene felt like they stole that directly from that movie. I yeah. was like, come on. Yeah, no, it, it, that, and there were a number of those moments where it was just like, what's happening here? Like, what What? What are you trying to tell me right now? Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, uh, again, it, it does feel a bit cheap, and, and I wish there was more tension in this film. Yeah. So. It also goes on a bit too long. Yeah, um, I, I honestly, I feel like maybe 45 minutes of the film you could have cut out and mm -hmm. it, you would have still had the exact same amount of story, um, yeah. the same amount of effect. It, there, there was, it gets, it gets long. You know, in fact, what was your favorite ending? Because mine, mine was actually, uh, it was when Frodo wakes up in the Shire and yeah. Sam and all the gang are there. Yeah. And they're like, hey. That my, was... my, mine is actually the crowning in Gondor. That, oh. that was my, that's my favorite ending. I like yeah. that one. Yeah. I will take the elves selling, sailing off. I will take that one. That yeah. that that's a good ending as well. Yeah. A lot yeah. of endings here. Yeah, this I know people like to make that joke of like, oh, it had more endings than Return of the King. I think this is legitimate. I think this legitimately has there was... more endings than Return of the King. I want to say at least four. <laughs> at least four. At least four separate endings where, uh, as soon as the scene happens, you could fade to black. Yeah, and you're good. <laughs> Any one of them could have been a stopping point. <laughs> Any one of them, yeah. But they weren't. No, no. There's, so, there's at least four or five endings. And look, and honestly, film. I did not stick around. Right, I don't know if there was any teaser. Oh yeah. You know, for for when, uh, you know, when when the clown comes back for it, chapter three, Parabellum. <laughs> you know, like, there was like a, an end scene where he kills yeah. someone at the Continental, and now there's a bunch of assassins after him. I don't know if that exists or not because I had to pee so bad. Yeah, I left. No. Yeah, and and honestly, the film was so long, and and there were so many endings that honestly, if there was, I I would I didn't want to stick around. I was even though I didn't really have to go that bad. I was like, well, I could leave. I don't need to stick around and see if there's more. I've gotten all I need from from the it story I felt. So yeah, shall we? Yeah, shall we rate it then? I, I think we shall. All right. Well, um. Look, I did, I did enjoy it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Um, it was a bit long and it was not very scary, but I feel like uh, there was some very good filmmaking that happened in, in much of this. It still told a good story, mm -hmm. you know, even if I didn't find it a scary one. So I'm going to give this 3.5 uh, out of 5 uh, knives to the cheek. Nice. That's yeah. good. That's good. Um, yeah, I, I, it's hard for me to place this film because there's a lot that I enjoyed about it. There, there really is. Um, I do feel that it was overly long. I wish there was more suspense. I didn't care for a lot of the jump scares. And, and again, this is no fault of the film, but honestly, the second half of the story is just so dumb to me. It just is. <laughs> and that's, that's not anybody's fault except Stephen King. He's the only one to blame for that. Um, so I'm going to go a bit lower. Uh, so I'm going to give it, a three out of five 
your mom jokes as adults. That's yeah. That's good. Yeah. There were some right. good ones. There, there were. There were, some there, were, there were some solid burns. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Time? time? I think so. Spoiler dance, do the 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 spoiler dance. Yeah. All right. All right. Spoilers. So, yeah, spoilers. So, look, if you don't want it spoiled, now's the time to, to bugger off. Bye. You know what I mean? Just float away on some red balloons. Yeah. Whatever you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, stick around. See how it all ends. Yeah. See what it all means. Yeah. Yeah. So, I cannot believe that it died like a bitch. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> That's, you know what? This is maybe the first time I've ever agreed with you, Caitlin. <laughs> I'm sorry. I could not. I just... What? That was the most ridiculous thing. We got to make it small. Okay, well, it gets to a certain point where it's too small, yeah. and it just looks ridiculous. Yeah. And it's also like boot stomp that baby clown. Yeah, oh, that's what I thought. I thought someone was going to curb stomp it. I didn't realize they were just going to be like, oh no, let's just rip out his heart and do this weird kumbaya as we squeeze the blood out just of it. Don't, they look first off. They clown shamed him. <laughs> Yeah, to the guys, point of becoming if, if you've ever wondered uh, whether whether or not shaming uh, is is the way to defeat forces of evil, um, you are correct. Yeah, it is. It is. Just shame them. Yeah. Just shame them till they feel so small. Sometimes they're totally powerless, and then rip out their heart. Sometimes That's... you got to fight evil with evil. You know yeah, what I mean? Apparently, <laughs> it was a very Just... weird. It was a very weird tactic. It, it also. How else can we make them feel small? Have you tried negging? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Bill. You know all about nagging, don't you, Bill? <laughs> what you, you stupid clown? Yeah, you're a stupid clown. Everybody uh, pretend you're bullying a fat kid. That's <laughs> really. They just became. Yeah. They essentially just became Pennywise. Yeah, that's it. And then he yeah. turned into a tiny pygmy clown. <laughs> and then they they didn't even rip out his heart. They delicately reached oh. in and collected it. He was so gentle. And then hoisted it into all their hands and did a weird, crushy circle jerk with his heart. Yeah, it, was, it was It was a very weird... Uh, yeah, it, it was, was one of those things that was uncomfortable to watch, but not in a good way. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And I, look, I get it, but it was also one of those things where it's like, as soon as they started doing it, I was like, oh, I've seen this before. Because that's what they did in the first one. Yeah. They essentially... Did the whole thing where they were like, all right, well, as long as we're not afraid of it, it doesn't have any power over us, and that's how we're going to defeat it. Yeah. And essentially, that's all they did. Well, look, and that, and that is true of the, of the novelization as well, or the, the novelization of the film. No, of the novel. But the thing is, what it, for us as the audience, it's about seeing that journey again. So we have to see that they've all forgotten their fears, and now they get to relive them again. So, yes... The formula is the same, right? but right. They, they go about it differently. And I will say, leading up to that point, I thought that Climax was handled very well. The way that they all get separated, yeah. you know, yeah. seeing this sort of half spider alien, half Pennywise, yeah. I felt was a much better way of handling yes. the creature. Because <laughs> all I remember is this cheap claymation spider just running around caverns, and yeah. I'm like... What is this? Yeah, that they didn't they just shoot it in the deadlights? Yeah. That was the shot it was yeah. the slingshot or something. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, it was dumb. It yeah. was very, very dumb. So uh, yeah. So um yeah, so I there there's a number of things that, you know, don't have a payoff. So I guess we should talk about 
how this film opens because it is so bizarre. It opens with a hate crime. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It opens with an outright hate crime, uh, and and you just you, you you're flabbergasted. You're just so taken aback by by yeah. it because it it just why? Well, they're going to murder this gay couple right now. Yeah, what? <laughs> you just okay. Sure, I get maybe that Derry's a weird town that hasn't, like, you know, come up to normal society. So, sure, maybe there's a bit of bullying and a bit of pushing around. But it just, it escalates. Like, it gets from verbal assault to physical assault to let's throw him off the bridge into the river and hope he dies. Like, what? Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, Pennywise shows up and then he dies. Yeah. In a weird... It just took a chunk out of him, sort of. It was yeah, it, the so, whole scene is uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable, and the whole point of it is that Mike, who has never left Derry, you know, has been listening to police scanners and is, you know trying to record all the missing children yeah. or whatever. And so he, you know, discovers that there's been this you know horrible crime, and so he goes and visits the crime scene, and then obviously there's blood written by Pennywise, so it prompts him to call everybody back. Yeah. For me, you could delete that entire scene. And still have that happen because very later on in the film, there's that scene with the little girl where she's watching the Little League game, and you could have very easily placed that at the top of the film. That would have been a much more appropriate scene, but of course they had to tie that little girl back to the opening sequence because remember one of the one of the couple gave her that doll that he won from the game. That was that same little girl, and it's it's, like, but it's so unnecessary. they They went out of their way to bring back characters from like yep. the little boy in the in the clown uh, yeah. maze or whatever they showed him earlier in the film and it was yep. like and then they went out of their way to go like oh he lives in Bill's old house and, yeah, right. and all this like it's, it's all rather unnecessary yeah there, there's a lot of stuff like that and and so there's a scene with the little girl and yeah sure maybe she's got the doll but that's so insignificant and you wouldn't remember it if they didn't give you this it would have no connection and there's and it's a great scene she she gets you know uh, lured under the bleachers and Pennywise completely plays her, completely plays her, and then takes a bite out of her face. And it's probably one of uh, Bill's best moments. Yes, in the, I, I agree. It's mostly him getting to be him without yeah. a lot of digital. yeah, because he's just got a, a small little light on his face, yep. and he you know he goes from you know the smiley Pennywise to sad Pennywise to horrifically violent Pennywise, and it's good. It shows the ranges of Bill, but to yeah. me. That felt like an opening scene. That for, and then you could tack on the "Come on home, everyone," and boom, there you go. That's your opening for the film. We get rid of the hate crime. It's it was it was so weirdly placed. It also, I mean, that all that sort of ends up padding the runtime a bit. You know, yeah. if you you didn't even need to show that, you could have shown uh, you could have shown Mike listening, and then you know the police scanner says something about missing another missing child, right? And then you see him like cut to maybe a, a pinboard that he's got of other missing children yeah. and be like, okay, right. this now's the time. Yeah. And then he makes those calls. Because we discover almost too late that he lives in the library. So it's almost like that would have been a great way to open the film where you, you zoom in on the library and then you pan up and it shows that this is a man who is obsessed with what happened to him as a child. Yeah. And he's alone and you can see he's got all the photos of missing children and all the things that have still happened in Derry and he's listening to the police scanner and you're doing the little credits as it goes along and then he discovers that a child's missing, grabs the phone, 
calls the first person and we don't even have to know who it is. And they can just be like, it's, it's Mike from Derry. It's time to come home. Boom. It's chapter two. Yeah. Way, way better than hate crime. <laughs> but, but to your point though, there's a number of those things that just pad the runtime where, where you watch it and you're just like, yeah, I could take this or leave this. It, 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 I felt like there was a much quicker way to get all of these story pieces into place. And I understand, like, you've got to show each individual of where they're at and what they're doing, and then you've got to bring them all back. And there's, you know, especially in the novelization of the film, there's a number of, uh, you know, quick things that have a lot more drawn out, like the fact that they don't remember. Um, you know, those things are very important and they play a big role in here. And so I get that you've got to flesh all that out and yeah. that you've got to kind of force them to come back to a life that they've all forgotten. Um, but I still feel like there was too much. I still feel like they could have just tightened it up a bit and it would have been better. I I don't know. I don't feel like it took too long to show where everyone was. I felt like that was actually done really quickly and they were all brought together real fast. But then it's like they're brought together and then they split apart and then they're brought together and then they split apart and then they're brought together and just to change it up a bit, they split apart. Yeah. And that's... And that last splitting is in the it's during the climax. Yeah. They right. they go they come together again to go do the climax and then they get split up in fact in fact they get split in half. Yeah. Then they come back together. Yeah. Then they split apart. Right. Then right. they come back together. Well, and, and then they sort yeah. of get split apart again. Yeah, and there's there's I agree there's too much of that. There's way too much of that. And I understand because like, and they even make a joke about it when you know, uh, Mike is like, oh, no, you've all got to go find your tokens alone. And even, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bill Hader is like, well, that's a dumb idea. <laughs> all of them know that it's stupid to split up. But, um, you know, there's, there's a point to it and a reason to it. But I agree. Because there's even a moment when they're all, you know, they go down because they're going to go down into the, the, the sewers or whatever. And they're all getting ready to go up to this platform. And then Bev hears something. And then this creepy monster jumps out of the water for no reason drags her all under they all go under and then they all come back up and then they just keep on moving and it's like why why did we need that we need look we hadn't had a jump scare in at least a few minutes so we needed one and that was here's a part of the issue too is that there was not enough pennywise in this film yes they they had all these surrogates now don't get me wrong there were surrogates in the first film like the the leper and things like that and the leper made a return um, but there was like the weird, naked, old, long boobed lady yeah, it, that came. She she makes a tr- appearance twice, right. and both times it was just like, yeah, what is this? Yeah, it it, it just it was not as uh, it wasn't what they were hoping it was going to be. I don't think. Yeah, you know, I feel yeah. like honestly, if so, one of those is the scene where from the trailer where Jessica Chastain's having tea. With that old lady. The old lady is creepy as it is. Yes, it is. Yes, if it is. would have been the old lady that came barreling out of that, maybe with some makeup done up to where yeah. she looked a little creepy or something, that would have been top-notch, I feel. Right. But the fact that it was this completely digital, almost to uh, maybe, I'm sure some people found it scary, but to me, it was just silly looking. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I feel like they sacrificed a lot of that. Um, and, and honestly... There's a there's the scene with the little girl, which is a great scene of Pennywise because it's Bill being Bill. Um, but then there's another scene in that you've seen it kind of in the trailers a bit. But there's that scene where 
he's in just a regular face because he's pretending oh, to yeah, be yeah. the dad who joined the circus and he's painting his face and it's creepy as all hell. Um, but it's very, very creepy. And I thought we were going to get more of that. I would have liked to have seen more no, of I that. I thought we were going to explore more of the history of Pennywise. Right. You know, or something, but but we don't. No, and... no, it's just the big spider alien with a clown face. Yeah. That... <laughs> Honestly, look, if you're thinking that they're going to, you know, change it up a bit and, and not go, don't, don't do that. Just know going into it that what you remember from the film and from the book, yes, it is a big, giant, interdimensional spider. This one just happens to have Pennywise's face yeah. uh, on it. That's that's the difference. And it talks shit as it's <laughs> as it's doing it. It's just mocking about as it's uh, you know barreling through the tunnels. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I don't really know. If there's much else for us yeah. to go on. Yeah. So, um, I mean. Yeah, like I said, everyone does a good job at, at reacting to everything. Like you believe yeah. that they believe what's going on yes. is terrifying, yes. but it ultimately just didn't feel very terrifying. I know, uh, real quickly, I know you had one one issue with a plot thread that you felt didn't yeah. go nowhere. Yeah, so they bring back Henry Bowers, yep. right? Um, you know, the bully kid. Uh, they bring him back and they go, uh, they spend a lot of time, like, breaking him out and showing him breaking out of the loony bin and hunting him down and he's being driven by a dead friend actually <laughs> I will say this I found the dead friend to be quite unsettling I did too but yeah. we, we don't get enough of it and that's that's not only that do you not get enough of it but there's no payoff to that whatsoever so he shows up and he stabs one of our friends in the face completely randomly by the way he just pops in stabs him in the face gets stabbed in the heart jumps out a two story window and then walks away and he's fine so for me I was thinking oh alright he's gonna you know play a bigger role cause he's basically undead and he's you know no no he goes in to kill Mike and Bill Hader hits him in the head with a hammer or a, 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 an axe yep. and just in his head Kills done him. and that's it he doesn't come back from the dead he never shows back up that's it he's just done and it's like so what was he there for? He didn't even show up as a as a scare like a like a, an image of him. Yeah. A, to be a scare tactic. No. Like a monstrous version of him could have been used to some good yeah. effect, but right. didn't do any yeah. of that. So it's just this again. It's one of those pad the runtime things where it's like, look, if you're not going to do anything with it, and it's just going to end that way, just cut it. It's fine. We don't need it page by page. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can you can take out certain plot threads and. If they're not going to pay off to the overall story, I don't need it. I did not. The film could have operated with or without him. It completely. That is true. So it could. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, you know, if you enjoyed the first one, check it out for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, see yeah. how it all ends. Yeah, owe it to yeah. yourself to see the completed story. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. And if for nothing else, look, the performances are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, they really, really are. And they they make the film. And if you hate everything else about it you're going to be hard-pressed to not like them because they're all very, very likable and they do a very, very good job. They do. All right. Well, I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Kaylin Burrows. This has been Cineblokes and we will see you after the next film. Mm-hmm.